And we are recording. Yep. All right. Well, I am, of course, your host here, Bacon. Along with me, I do have... Boomer, coming straight from the southern studios in outside Dallas, Texas. (laughs) Well, you don't have to give that much information, man. So, uh... Most of this episode, well, I guess a good portion of this episode is going to be dedicated to um, coming back to what this whole podcast is about. Since we uh, since we already have two episodes out, uh, this is just to kind of give you a little insight to us, what we're doing here, and uh, where we're going, I guess. Would you say the same? I would. Okay, and you know we, we, you know, as it goes, sitting around the campfire like this, which is nice and toasty, by the way. Um, you know, just may go wherever it goes. Well, it's kind of the whole point in having a crackle cast or sitting around a fire pit and just kind of hanging out with your buddies, shooting the shit, drinking a cold one. <laughs> hey. You can drink a cold one, warm one. I don't care fuck what you drink. Just be drinking something. Hell, it could be it could bring water. I don't care. No, we're so, equal opportunity offenders. That's right. I just hope it's dirty water from the stream down the way. <laughs> so, all right. Boomer, let the people know a little bit about yourself. Okay, I've lived in Texas for about 14, 15 years, ride motorcycles, shoot guns, teach classes when I can. That's about it. That's it? That's it. That's it. So, okay. So let's step back here real quick. So, uh, motorcycles, what do you ride? What do you got? What do I have? I have a 96 Honda Magna, a 2013 Victor Cross Country, a 2015 Yamaha FJ09, and a 2008 Heritage Softail. So even though I was talking all kinds of mad shit about Harley, I do have one in the garage. (laughs) Well, you know what? Owning a Harley in the first place allows you that. All right. I will definitely say that. Um, it's a great bike for what it is. It does you know. its intended purpose. Exactly. It's a cruiser. You're allowed to cruise. It's not supposed to be the fastest thing, the best thing in the twisties. It cruises and it tours. Exactly. And that's what they're supposed to do. Well, not all. Not all Harleys. I mean, you get to the you get to like the Sportster line. Not exactly, quote-unquote, meant for touring. But people still do it. Mm-hmm. But that's what they are. They're cruisers. You know, they're they're not supposed to be flashy. They're not supposed to be anything like that. They're supposed to be loud, obnoxious, and get you to where you're going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Bacon, give us a rundown on you. All right. Well, uh, I live in the Nashville area, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. As you would have known from the uh, first podcast. Um, I've been living here since, what, 2009, 2010? So about, 20, about 10 years. Okay. 10, 10, 11 years. And um, 
I ride motorcycles. I currently have a uh, 2006 Harley-Davidson Dyna, uh, which is why I can talk shit about Harley if I want to. Um, let's see here. I like to shoot guns. I do apartment maintenance, so I know how to fix things. So that's always a good thing. And um, very sarcastic. Well, I think that <laughs> I think that last part's kind of a, a given for both of us. <laughs> Shh, quiet. Sometimes you have to tell them. Mm. <laughs> but no, um, I like to get into arguments. No. I believe, actually, I believe we actually talked about that as well. Uh, <laughs> just because, you know what? I, I just have fun with it. I honestly do. I've always had fun with it. I've always had fun with riling people up and uh, getting them going. It's like the juice of life, you know? You, you almost kind of make them want to do something. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Sometimes. And if you're really good at it, you can send somebody home upset. But, well, well, okay, okay. Well, point in case. Um, this was many, many, many years ago. Uh, probably at least 15 years ago, at least, if not more. Um... I can't remember exactly the year, the years or anything, but I was living back in Des Moines and I was, uh, well, I was tripping balls with some friends and by tripping balls, I had done some LSD and so had everyone else. And towards the end, towards like, 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 so after the peak and everything, after everything's all like, um, I had, I was sitting in this living room with this other kid, and uh, this kid was going to high uh, was going to college. I'm sorry, and I asked him. I was like, "So, uh, what are you studying? You know, what do you what are you going what are you in college for? Like, what are you doing?" And he was like, "I'm an English lit major." I said, "What?" Now, mind you, I was doing apartment maintenance. I've been doing construction for multiple years at this point. Mm-hmm. M- multiple years at this point. And I was like, so what are you going to do with that? And he's like, I don't know. I guess uh, teach. I said, you guess? He's like, yeah. I mean, what else do you do with it, right? I'm like, check this out. I've done minimal college. At that point, I had done maybe, I'd done half a quarter and dropped out. It was not for me. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't even get to halfway through the semester. <laughs> and I just dropped out. Um, and I was, I was talking to him. I was like, listen, I can fix just about anything in your house. I could build a house pretty much at this point. And that's only with, I think it was like five years of construction, remodeling experience, and uh, apartment apartment maintenance. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can virtually do everything in your house for you and get paid hella money for it. While you're sitting here paying hella money to, you guess, teach? And I went through, I, I think I spoke with this kid with like, for probably like a good hour. You know, this kid was like hanging on every fucking word. And afterwards, just to make a long story short, 
about a month later, I saw some of those friends. And I was like, so uh, how's so-and-so doing? And they're like, dude, you fucked him up. I was like, what? He's like, they're like, yeah. Like, afterwards, after that night, he didn't know what the hell he was going to fucking do. Like, he still went to school and stuff, but, like, he was seriously thinking about the rest of his fucking life and why the fuck he was doing what he was doing. I was like, good. I was like, then I had actual purpose in, you know, there was actual purpose and reasonings that we were sitting there talking. So, yeah, I may come off as an asshole sometimes, but dear Lord, there's actually a reason for it. It's mm-hmm. like, let's, let's hope you're not going to waste your entire life or at least your young adult life in college spending all this fucking money that you're going to have to pay back to do to possibly go do something. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's my uh, antagonistic side. <laughs> Just a little. Maybe a bit. But your antagonistic side probably saved that kid a whole lot. A whole lot of heartbreak and a whole lot of future problems in his chosen career field. I hope so. Thing is, I haven't talked with most of them since. And, um, you know, since that one, since that one after that, because I ended up moving maybe a couple years afterwards and I'm really horrible with keeping up with people in the first place because <laughs> it's because it's no problem of mine I'm going to live my life you're going to live yours and uh, if we want to get together we'll get together but apart from that I don't care but you know what I, I actually do have a couple of uh, the kids friends on uh on Facebook. So I may message him and be like, Hey, remember that time? <laughs> Did you ever talk to that kid again? Yeah. Whatever happened to him? Yeah. And see what happened, you know, cause I knew his head was kind of like all twisty twirlied for a while. So, and, uh, so it'd be kind of interesting to see, like, did he just change directions completely? Did he keep going with uh, only with like more fervor and stuff? You know, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, that's uh you need I just to hope it was for the best. You know what? That should be your homework assignment for the week. Next time we record, reach out and see how he's doing. I'd be kind of curious about that. Well, I'll see if anybody can get a hold of him. That that that's going to be the first thing. Yeah, there there you go. <laughs> and then we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Well, that's enough about me and my assholishness. <laughs> well, since we're talking about assholish and stuff that we do, I thought okay. we could talk about workplace shenanigans that we've done. And, oh, I'm an asshole there, too. Well, you know, where you tell the new guy that's at work that, you know, if he drops a tool and it accidentally breaks, that the company only provides the one. And afterwards, whenever you try to get a new tool, it's going to cost you. $57 a piece to replace and you're going to have to uh, go over to the tool crib and you're going to have to sign another one out so they can dock your pay. <laughs> and then grabbing his tool and throwing it on the ground. <laughs> oh, man. No. Okay. 
All right. I would so like to yours. point out I did not do that one. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 There's wait a, a point second, to being dickish, but <laughs> I didn't do the the second part. I was a part of the first one. I did tell him, "Hey, if you break these." So what they had done where I work, I work for uh, I work for a company that does wiring harnesses for military aircraft, and we had a new guy that came in, and this new guy didn't have a lot of money, young kid, just getting starting his, you know in his life, probably 19, 20 years old, broke as all 21 year olds are. And we told him, Hey, you need to be careful with these tools. Cause if you drop one of these cutters and they're cheap, cheap cutters and they break, if you look at them funny, they'll chip or anything like that. So <laughs> we told him like $5 cutters. Yeah. Something like that. And we told him like, Hey, if you break these, you're going to have to buy a new pair. And he's like, well, where can I find them? Well, you have to go get them out of the tool crib. And they're, uh, they're pretty expensive. They're 57 bucks a piece. So you need to be careful with it. So we're watching them all just kind of tiptoe around with these tools because he's being careful not to break them. And one of the girls that worked up there, she was a bitch. And she walked over and she goes, yeah, you can't drop these. And then reaches up above her head and throws it directly on the ground in front of him and then walked away. <laughs> what a bitch I love it <laughs> and then of course there's the usual ones you know tell them to go get you a wire stretcher or the ID10T forms I think my favorite one was when I told somebody to go get a BA1100N from the tool crib so that we could fix this <laughs> oh ballin <laughs> so or the balloon yeah the balloon <laughs> so right now what we have is we have this older guy that we work with and we'll call him john because you know what that's his name and uh we told john that we're gonna do a hawaiian shirt day well john is an older gentleman and that's what he wears to work is he wears hawaiian shirts every day except but for the, the days is. except for the days when it's hawaiian shirt day <laughs> because he thinks he's being a dick so what okay. we do is tomorrow is hawaiian shirt day we just didn't tell him <laughs> so he gets aggravated and frustrated when you know everybody shows up for work and everybody's wearing Hawaiian shirts, including him. Hey, yeah, just go get out the guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, egg, pretty much. <laughs> so we put the word out that we're all going to be wearing Hawaiian shirts, and I get a text message from another coworker who says, I'm going to go ahead and read this because it was just too funny. You guys better not be fucking with me, man. I'm not going to wear a goddamn Hawaiian shirt if you guys are fucking with me. <laughs> so now the, the moral conundrum I have is, do we cancel the Hawaiian shirt day just to have this one jackass wear a Hawaiian shirt too? Or do we go through with the original plan? I say original plan. Then next time. Oh, yeah, the next time we call it, and then nobody wears them. 
Exactly. That way you have that one kid. <laughs> oh, see, see, you gotta, you gotta keep leading them into the next one. Oh yeah, it, and it constantly has to get bigger and bigger. It's evolving. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no. Uh, Construction-wise, you know, board stretchers. Um, honestly. Most of the tools that we'd provide in construction, you know, were like the air tools. Unless you had your own specific air tools that you loved and therefore they were only yours. Mm-hmm. But um, what would be great is like, like on the days that some guy would call in sick and stuff and he'd have his tools in the tool bin, you'd, you'd we'd start taking pictures of people like hanging off the side of the house and stuff like that mm-hmm. with their tool, like precariously falling off <laughs> and everyone else was doing it as well. So it's not, not just one person was using it. Everyone was fucking with his tools. That was always fun stuff. Um, I think one of the best and most fun things ever is, you know, those high school jobs that you had like working at, um, at like uh, fast food places. Mm-hmm. Did you ever tell somebody to go mop the freezer? No, I never worked in fast food, but that's... <laughs> you had to tell... You always told them, hey, since it's so cold, you have to get the hottest water you have. Like the absolute hottest water you can get and mop it as quick as possible. And lo and behold... You see him going back with the mop bucket. And within a couple, within like probably about five minutes, because it takes them a second, because they're trying to figure out what to fucking do once they've, once they've messed up. And how they've messed up is, well, they pulled out this mop, dropped it on the floor, and it immediately stuck. <laughs> so they'd spend a few minutes trying to figure out how to get this mop up off the floor. <laughs> No, I can honestly say that um, I've never done anything like that, but I guarantee you that one will get forwarded on to my kid who is a manager at a fast food place. Exactly. See, it's all about it's all about moving it on because once it's happened to you, you like you end up becoming the person to do it to the next person. Exactly. Because it it, it always ran in line. Like the manager would have somebody you know, new, go do something. And then the manager, then the manager would say, Hey, could you go tell this person or go show this person how to do this? Mm -hmm. And then it would just continue and continue and continue. And it was just made it so much fun. I have been called fucking Cupid one time. Fucking Cupid. Yeah. Actually, I believe the term was, Hey, Somebody tell fucking Cupid to get in my fucking office. Oh, well, that sounds interesting enough. I'm going to need you to elaborate. So we had a young guy that worked for us when I worked in Florida and uh, at an unnamed company. And he was a kind of a young kid, thought he was a little bit of a show off. And he decided that he was going to start asking out all the women that worked out there out for drinks after work. So what we did is 
we waited a couple of days and then put a flower out on top of his car with a little note that said, meet me at this bar. <laughs> and when nobody showed up for him, he got all dis- depressed and upset. And we'd wait a couple of days and then leave an apology note, and another flower and pick a different bar. And we kept this up for about three or four months. And he, he apparently went to the manager and said, I don't know who's doing this, but can you tell them that if they're not going to meet me to stop having me waste my time? Because apparently he would show up at about nine o'clock at night and be there until three o'clock in the morning waiting for someone to show up. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. He was a persistent little fucker. <laughs> he was a persistent guy. He didn't want to give up. And so when he went and complained, a boss came out there and said, where the fuck is Boomer? And they said, you know what? Just tell fucking Cupid to get in my fucking office when he shows up. <laughs> oh, I may have to call you Cupid from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might be an inside joke. It may not. Who knows? Eh, who knows? It depends. We'll see who listens to this. No, parents don't count. Neither do your kids. Well, kid. Kid. One. Yeah, I'm the one with multiple. Sorry, I didn't have a hobby. (laughs) Well, apparently you did. (laughs) (laughs) You had a hobby, and And her name will not be disclosed. And now I have trophies (laughs) for it. That's right. (laughs) Congratulations! It's Here's another your one. sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. No, uh, workplace shenanigans. Um, I used to work at Hardee's mm-hmm. back in the day, back in the morning. And, um, oh my God. Like, did I tell? Did I ever tell you that I actually came up with the Monster Burger? Mm-mm. At least a good six months. Before oh wait, they yeah, ever... you did. You did tell me this. Yeah, yeah, like a good six months before they ever ever came out with it. Those fucking assholes! I'm so pissed. I am seriously so pissed. Maybe I should tell everybody about all the fucking um, roaches and shit that were crawling in the. Uh, crawling around in the uh, cameras and stuff that nobody else could see. Hmm. If you're watching me, you probably could have seen all the roaches and silverfish. Hmm. Hmm. No. (laughs) Assholes. (laughs) But... (laughs) But no, um, we'd we'd take, like, the dollies, the two-wheel dollies, and they weren't like the big wheel dollies; they're the small wheel dollies. And uh, we'd have races out in the parking lot, where hell, if there was like four of us working, there it was. Mm-hmm. The four of us were racing. We'd have one person on the dolly, another person, the other person pushing them, and we go racing through the parking lot with that. Um, we'd actually race our cars around the parking lot. Since it was a drive-through, you know, it went all the way around the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and we all we always only had like little four banger little shits, right? Like I had a Honda Prelude at the time. 
Um, another guy had a gremlin, I want to say. Hey, that's a classic. Yeah, it was. No, especially, and at that time it was a classic too. But that, that fucker had an eight-cylinder fucking motor in it. That thing ripped. Like, we would have races around that bastard. <laughs> and the amount of fun that that actually was, especially when you're working overnight and you have, like, just one other person, they're like, yeah, you can't go outside. Like, hey, fuck you. What are you going to do? And just raising up hell around the entire building. I mean, yeah, there were houses that were behind us, but nobody ever called the cops. So fuck it. <laughs> oh, oh, I miss those days, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, back before you had to pay bills and be responsible. And... Right. Yeah, because, like, I mean, those dolly races, we could have broken bones like you wouldn't have believed. But, no, we didn't. <laughs> and I think that building is actually still there. Looking, like, 15, 16, 17 years back. That building may actually still be there. I can't remember the last time. Uh, like, last time I was there was just last year, but I still don't remember actually like, looking over there and seeing if it was still there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, Mr. Boomer. What's up? So, in line with the podcast, what are some things you'd like to see out of it? I mean, I know it's just us sitting around talking and stuff like that. What else would you like to see out of it? Um, you mean besides getting paid? <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> that's not happening. It's, that's definitely not happening. We are not going to pull a Joe Rogan where we sit and record for hours and hours and hours on day. A day. Well, well, between that and the fact that, you know what, he's already famous and people are like, oh, look, Joe Rogan did a podcast. Mm-hmm. But it is a great podcast. I will give it that. I mean, even from the very fucking beginning where it was just like the most ill-conceived thing that they did, they were just like, hey, give us questions and we'll start answering it. Like, it was just like a very ill-conceived and it was just very badly put together. And they've tightened it up. I will definitely say that they've tightened it up. And now it's just, now it's just Joe and whoever he's interviewing, but. Mm -hmm. Well, we've. We both listen to a lot of podcasts. It'd be great if eventually we could get some good interviews on. Um, I've got some people here I wouldn't mind getting on that would be nice to be able to share some information. And uh, just get some get, get some info out and another perspective. I mean, we're looking at some very serious times right now in our country, some of which, you know, you got the people who say all of the news is overinflated. You can't listen to any of it, and you have the exact opposite of. If you don't trust the news, then you're stupid and you're going to die, yeah. and all that other stuff. And I think keeping everything not merely in perspective, but you know, at the end of the day, just kind of laugh things off because nobody gets out of life alive. No, no, we are in this to the fucking gritty end. <laughs> We are, we are bound to die, and I'm actually looking forward to it. That's kind of quiet out of you. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, maybe we need to see about you being in for a shrink. Well, no, 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 no. So, so here's the thing. I'm going to live my life. I'm not. I'm not like, hey, I'm going to go. 
like kill myself or nothing like that. But I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And uh, should death occur, death occurs. Pretty much. You know, um, I have life insurance for a reason. Exactly. And you know what? Should it happen at work? My wife gets paid out that much better. Yep. <laughs> so really, don't give don't give two flying fucks. OSHA, here's your fuck you. Um. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> back to uh, back to uh, your uh, statement on like maybe like some interviews and stuff like that. Just today, I'd like to let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of Round the World Paul? Yes, I believe I I, uh, I believe we actually talked about it on uh, an, a lot pipes episode. Um, That's the guy where, that has the the uh, Tenere seven hundred. That no, okay. Which guy is no. this? Okay, this guy, um, so if you go onto YouTube, onto uh, Moto Trek, that's M-O-T-O-T-R-E-K, right? Mm-hmm. Moto Trek? All right. Did I say that? Did I, did I spell that correctly? I don't think I did. <laughs> well, let's find out. I, no, no, it's Moto Trek. I, I, I forgot the R <laughs> right off the bat. How much have you had to drink tonight? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but uh, it's M O T O T R E K. Okay. Okay. So Moto Trek. And uh, just recently, he had a uh, he had a uh, video on there. Um, it was about a month ago. And it's called uh, Everything Needed for an Around-the-World Adventure. 100% camping, by the way. Okay. And this is, and it, it goes through, like, his full loadout and all this. He's actually riding a KTM 500 EXC. So pretty much a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. And um, so I actually got in contact with him today. Okay. And here in one of the next couple episodes, I plan to have him on. That's fantastic. And so, um, probably going to have also Rich and John from Loud Pipes okay. join us. Uh, mainly because we've talked about a lot of these long distance trips and stuff like that. And to get some new, and for everyone to get some new insight and maybe have some of their own questions. I thought it would be a good thing to probably have all of them on, you know, because everyone's going to have their own little thoughts and ideas and whatnot, but I really want to pick his brain. He would be the brain to pick on this. He is, and considering his entire loadout is like 40 pounds. Okay. His entire loadout is like 40 pounds. Are you kidding me? 100% 100% camping around the world. And he's been around the world like seven times, I think it is. Like, the guy's got some expensive gear. Don't get me wrong. Um, you can actually uh, go look at his loadout and 
I'll give it. I'll give you the uh, link here. Uh, it's it is rtwpaul.com backslash 2020 backslash 03 backslash 03 backslash KTM dash 50 uh, period. I'll put that in the show notes, okay. by the way. Um, but it actually gives his full loadout. He does it on on WordPress. Okay. Uh, and he ha- it has links to each one of the things that he does, that he uses. But a lot of it is actually like um, hiking stuff. Because when you're hiking, it's, you're only using you. So it's meant to keep things smaller. But it's really interesting, and I kind of want to get his whole take on like like food and things like that. Well, I've gotten another idea, so that we're not just focusing on motorcycles. Granted, we both have motorcycles, we both ride, we both, you know, we're talking about an Alaska trip, riding the dragon, stuff like that. Because neither one of us likes to ride the same roads over and over and over again. Right, But one of the other things we could have on here is there's a guy here locally in the DFW area I'd like to get on. And he owns a martial arts school. And what he does is he does a, um, once a month, he does a free community outreach class. And he does one on empowering women. He does one on empowering the community. He does another one on anti-bullying and anti-abduction. And I'd like to get him on here to... um, I'd say throw out some free publicity for his school and everything else. But what he's doing, he's actually reaching out and he's got some really good ideas on empowering people and keeping people safe. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, Would you mind if we had another guest that same time? Not at all. Um, Main reason I ask is I do... Uh, a few episodes ago on Loud Pipes, uh, we had a lady who travels around the world named Z Traveler. Oh, that'd be fantastic to get her on here with Chris. Right. And uh, it was just kind of one of those things, you know, because we one of the things that we did start talking about a little bit, and I can't remember how much of it was on the show, but I know afterwards we started talking about, like, security for people, mm-hmm. right? And her, of course, being a woman... You know, traveling around the world on a motorcycle. What kind of precautions she takes, things like that. Maybe some things she might need to look at. Um, but some other things that she is that maybe she has done that maybe he doesn't know. So just, just, just it doesn't matter if you're on a motorcycle or not. Just kind of maybe other things to look at as well. I think that would. Uh, I think those. I think those would coincide quite nicely, actually. I think so too. That's amazing. Listen, everybody, you're here. Here, the planning of future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> too much fun. Too much fun. Pretty much. Uh, so, anything else going on in your life, sir? Um, nothing I can get into just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. Sure about that. You were just talking to me about burning down your house. Well, okay, so we're <laughs> we're in the process. We've lived in this house for we've had this house for since I've been in Texas, and we're now moving. 
and you find what? out you find out real quick how much shit you have actually acquired over the years and what all you have to do to an older house to get it on the market that is correct and it is hey what are you doing for the next couple of weeks you feel like making a trip down here to texas no (laughs) (laughs) i pay good oh man why what are you trying to uh, i mean honestly i mean are you not allowed open bonfires no but if it gets to the point we'll call the fire department ask them if they want to practice Ooh, that could be fun that could be fun but to be honest um i mean it's only insurance fraud if you try to claim the insurance on it that's right otherwise it's just fun burning shit down exactly (laughs) do you actually have space to actually burn shit down no i think my neighbors would probably have a coronary and they're from maryland and they're high strung enough as it is well do it like this you have any welder friends i do oh well you got to find a way to get them to construct a large metal bonfire pit. That's the size of the house? (laughs) I'm not saying put the house in it. Dear Lord. You still need that, by the way. Just maybe not all the shit in it. That's debatable at this point. (laughs) Listen, listen. I don't want to hear about you and your kids' problems. (laughs) You're welcome. Now... But all I'm saying is, you know, like a big bonfire bowl. Okay. That you just start throwing shit on. And you just do it in your drive. Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a small one of those. But uh No, no, a large. Yeah, I need a little I need one the size of a uh, Nissan Titan. That's what I'm saying. Are you going to put a Nissan Titan in it? Not yet. It'd be better if you did. <laughs> it still runs. <laughs> that poor thing apparently <laughs> apparently somebody put some voodoo magic in that thing because most of the time they don't look man that truck is a good truck it has got 192,000 miles on it and the only thing i've had to replace is the starter no brake pads mm, did the brakes when we did the leveling kit okay <laughs> Never had tires, never needed oil. Okay, so the standard, <laughs> you know, consumables. I, I, I'm being an asshole. <laughs> hey, had I listened to a friend of mine uh, probably about three years ago, I wouldn't have had to replace my engine last year on my truck. Ugh. Yeah, that was a little over $3,000. Ouch. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a problem with the with the five point three Chevy uh, flex fuels. They uh, when they cut down to four cylinders, mm-hmm. they also cut out the uh, oil that goes to those cylinders, mm. and uh, yeah, ends up causing a problem. So basically, locked it up. It will happen. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the early 90s um v65 magnus had the exact same problem they actually cut down cylinders no they uh they had a problem getting oil to the top of the heads 
Well, that's just that's just a complete engineering failure. Well, it was. Uh, I, th- I want to say it was the early 90s Magnus. But, no, this, it was, uh, so, when you took your foot off the gas, mm-hmm. and, you're tra- and you're traveling down the road, and it drops down to, fo- it, 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 it'll drop itself down to uh, four cylinders as long as it's not under load. Mm-hmm. Um, and the easy way around that is there's actually a little plug-in thing for your ODB2. Okay. Uh, that makes it think that it's under load. So it constantly runs all eight cylinders. Oh, nice. Yeah. So literally you you lose a little bit of uh, MPG, but you save the fucking engine. And had I actually listened to my friend, I wouldn't have had to buy, buy a new engine. It was like a $100 fucking thing. And just plug it in and it just said, oh, hey. It's always under the load. So, yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> uh, so, I replaced the engine, and I got one of those, and now I have no problems. Cool. And the great thing about that was when the engine blew was literally the day, the same day, I went out to go to Teleco Plains and meet up with um, Merkel and... Um, my buddy Matt. The same day. Damn. Yeah. Like I went to go into work for a few hours real quick just to get some just to get a couple th- things done real quick. Mm-hmm. And halfway there, truck just goes done. Well, there went your time off. No, no, no. I still took the rest of my fucking time off. <laughs> <laughs> I said fuck the bullshit. So yeah. No, no. Then I had to get my. Uh, then after that trip, I actually had to end up getting my uh, my shift shaft, the shaft for my shifter. Mm-hmm. I had to get that replaced because it stripped out on the Harley. Yes, and people wonder why we call Harleys a piece of shit. No, it was aftermarket shit. Oh, okay. That's the thing. It's aftermarket shit, and if, like, like it's, so, so you know, like, the shifter is, like, a little clamp mm-hmm. that goes around the peg? Yeah. So, if that's not, if the, so, if that's not kept tight, it'll loosen up just enough that you start stripping all the uh, splines. Hmm. And that's exactly what happened. I didn't even realize that it had happened until my fucking shifter fell down. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> So yeah. <clears throat> so now every now and again, like about once a month, I make sure that 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 bolt's tight, along with a couple other things, real quick. Just takes me all of like a couple minutes just to make sure it's tight and uh, get moving. Oh. So have you bought anything new for your FJ, sir? So the crash bars came in, or the crash cage came in, and the skid plate is here. Okay. So maybe some more aggressive tires on it, and I would be good to go taking the FJ out to, you know, running that thing up to Alaska. I didn't think I would, it would be ready for it, but it looks like it's doable. I think you'll be okay, even with more road bias tires. I can almost guarantee you that. 
for the time, like I said, the time that we have outside of like going off road a little bit just to get to a campsite. I don't see much off-roading happening Mm -hmm. unless we make up a lot of time on the road. So that's assuming there's no mechanical failures, no other this or that, and we just get moving. And even then, it's still going to be iffy because we're going to have to run a shit ton of miles every day. Unless you want to quit your job. Um, No, I can't do that yet. Oh, fuck. You sure about that? Yes. I hear about that. I hear, I hear about this from a lot of people. They pretty much just like quit their job for like a month. And they're like, okay, well, I'll be back in about like a month. Maybe two months. Yeah, that's not a possibility right now. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, uh, we're going to do what we can. And whatever road takes us, wherever it takes us, it takes us. But we're just going to try and have fun with it and not be like, we have to make it to Alaska and back. Like, if we make it only part of the way there, like get through like British Columbia a bit and end up having to turn back, it's what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's just about having the fun of doing it. Pretty much. And I think British Columbia would be a lot of fun to ride around in. I found a lot of mountaineer area, mountain areas that would just be like exquisite. Hopefully this whole corona thing's done by then. Well, we you can know, hope. Three years from now. Three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Well, I'd like to let everybody know, first of all. Uh, first off, don't forget, uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, don't forget, uh, you can also you can always get a hold of us at uh, cracklecaststudio at gmail.com. Um... Also, look us up at cracklecaststudio.com. You'll be able to find all of our episodes there. Um, Trying to think. Anything else? Um, Haven't started an Instagram just yet. So, Well, who's our sponsor tonight? I actually don't currently have a sponsor. Um, Well, see, this, this place is open for you. Well, see, exactly. So, if you'd like to sponsor us feel free we'd love to have you um i like to think we do a good job uh telling about our sponsors uh, but yes uh just get a hold of us once again at cracklecaststudio.com at, at, at gmail.com and of course at dot com uh there'll be a link to our email as well uh you just get a hold of us and we'll be happy to put out whatever you want to uh if you'd actually I'd like to open this up to whoever actually is listening. Uh, if you actually have something you'd like to listen to, maybe something you'd like to talk about, doesn't matter what the hell it is, get a hold of us. We'll chat it out a little bit, um, probably get you, and maybe get you on. So, uh, but apart from that, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Well, good to hear. Good to hear. Well. I guess then um, it's been good talking to you, Boomer. And with you. Well, thank you very much. Always. And uh, until next time then, vaya con Dios. Hasta luego.